This is the floor right now, rows and rows of boxes of jars full of spaghetti sauce and tomato sauce and all kinds of things. Um, just waiting to get labeled and or washed and then labeled and then moved up to the garage. <laughs> I gotta say, it's so funny how go take like, you know the, you're with the right kind of people when everybody's kids show up and everybody's going to the kids. <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, kids. So today is the nervous system health and nutrition. What are amino acids? B complex vitamins. Big one. Discussion questions and the stuffed eggs recipe. The, the quote that Sabrina put in our ebook, which should be in your email, is without proper nutrition, the brain cannot function optimally and is left vulnerable to various issues. Great choice of quote, Sabrina. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, Camille's walking over with a basket full of cats. All right. So, Camille, can you go? Okay. It stopped. Never mind. So there's uh, specific important nutrients. I'm looking at the book on page 43. If you have the newer edition, mom, maybe pop in the comments what page on the older edition for unit one, chapter four. Um, important nutrients that can influence the function of our nervous system include proteins, amino acids, B complex vitamins, minerals like iron, iodine, calcium, and magnesium. There's definitely nervous system issues all across the United States right now. So um, here's some examples of nervous system health issues, multiple sclerosis. So this is a disorder where nerves in the eye, brain, and spinal cord lose patches of their myelin sheath. Um, there can also be multiple areas of scarring, which is where we get the word sclerosis from that represent the patches. There can be lesions in the brain. There's many symptoms, and MS occurs in one out of 2,000 people who spend the first decade of life in a temperate climate, but only in one out of 10,000 of those born in a tropical climate, and almost never occurs in people who grow up near the equator. 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 I don't know how to say it. Um, Washington, or Western Washington, is a cluster for MS, so it feels like proximity to the sun is relevant. We don't, we get a lot of UV rays, whichever the ones are that <laughs> are bad for you or whatever, or like you're not supposed to have too much of or something like that. Um, because they do come through the clouds, but we don't get all like the red light that the yellow light, that's the best for you. Okay, there's a cat now. All right, Parkinson's. This is a slow progressing disease of the nervous system. Approximately 60,000 Americans are diagnosed with Parkinson's every year. I did not know this. Well. I did not, did not know that stat. Men are one and a half times more likely to have it than women. The basal ganglia where movement and coordination is initiated is what's affected in Parkinson's. Mom, is that what Grandpa Frank has? I don't remember. He had MS? Okay. All right. Um, proteins and amino acids play an important role in normal brain and nervous system function. Especially important during pregnancy for the baby. Most of the essential chemical substances in the brain... Shh, 
and central nervous system are neurotransmitters such as dopamine and serotonin. If anybody read the book by Oliver Sacks, what was it called, Mom? The one about uh, dopamine. Um, too low of levels of dopamine literally will paralyze you. Or make you catatonic, I should say. Not technically paralyzed. So it's essential for newborn infants and young children to have an adequate supply of amino acids, which are derived from protein. Foods that are complete proteins. Okay, can you hop down, please? Can you see? Why do you suddenly have to be on my body? Hello. You don't know? Okay, well, can you at least sit still? Who am I joking? <laughs> um, the foods that include these essential amino acids are meat, fish, eggs, milk, and dairy products. I should say raw dairy products. What's interesting is children are often fed and thus prefer highly processed foods that don't include a lot of these essential amino acids. And what's definitely a trend I've noticed in like foodstagrammers is like, if your kid doesn't want to eat the chicken, if your kid doesn't want to drink the milk, if your kid doesn't want to eat the cheese, all they want is the piece of white bread, let them eat that. Do not fight it. And I'm like, I, and, and to say that a mom should persevere to do otherwise is mom shaming. And I'm like, aren't we responsible to get some nutrition in Or is that just my imagination? So Camille, seriously. Seriously, like 30 minutes out of the day. <clears throat> okay. Um, plants also have protein. They may not contain as much or they may not have the complete state providing amino acids. Remember we discussed that two chapters ago. Um, it's maybe controversial to say, but vegans or strict vegetarians should supplement with specific foods or food combinations to achieve the complete proteins the body needs. <laughs> Carissa or mom, not sure which I'm guessing, probably mom said, if you don't want them to choose it, how about don't offer it? Concept. Well, then they won't eat anything. I mean, at a certain point, they'll get hungry and they will. <laughs> Camille, for real, for real. Um, Eating legumes and grains together, such as beans and rice, chia, quinoa, buckwheat, or hemp seed can provide complete proteins. Very low energy diets. It's code for low fat diets. Um, vegan or macrobiotic diets. Alcoholism or anorexia can affect adequate protein intake. Um, conditions that increase your requirement for protein include pregnancy, lactation, periods of growth, illness, so childhood illnesses that exhaust protein supplies. Whoa, don't add me. All right, what are amino acids? Let's learn some science. Okay, this is on page 44 of your book. These are the building blocks of our body. They're responsible for constructing cells. We need those forming nerves and repairing tissue. Some of us are on our last nerve. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, they form antibodies to combat 
invading bacteria and viruses. Did you know, hold your horses here, that eating healthy food is actually good for you and that it can affect your health? Actually true. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> no. Uh, you will not see that online where all you will be told is to wrap yourself in plastic wrap and stay away from everybody. Go ahead and wrap yourself in plastic wrap and stay away from everybody. But let's not forget the importance of healthy food. I don't know why we're not supposed to talk about that. It's like almost controversial to say to eat healthy food. Well, it's like here, if you put, put this gel all over you and then wrap yourself in plastic and and drink a ton of water and go to the bathroom a bunch of times and you'll totally like be healthy and you lose weight and you'll be great. Like, hello, yeah, I've seen that too. <laughs> mm. Or alternatively, try eggs fried in butter every day. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> so they um, also build nucleoproteins, which is RNA and DNA. If you listen to Gary Young talk ever, he's probably mentioned that because essential oils impacts that big time. They carry oxygen throughout the body. They participate in muscle activity. All good things. So breaking protein down in proper digestion. Um, if you don't have proper digestion, which probably none of us does, GAPS is great. There's probably other things you can do too that I don't know about, but I do know GAPS is helpful. Um, so the result is 21 known amino acids of proteins. Amino acids are found in all meats, dairy products, and in lesser amounts in fruits and vegetables. Vegetarians need to be sure and supplement with natural amino acids as often their protein intake is too low to supply all the necessary amino acids. There's always a running joke like, if you're a vegan, everybody asks, but how do you get your protein? So maybe we're, and there was like, I eat beans, duh, you know, okay, yeah, you can get protein out of that, but make sure you're checking those amino acids. Hashtag eat like a human. I've seen, I've seen that hashtag floating around hashtag eat like a human, um, which I suppose is like, there, anybody seen boxes of eggs that say from vegetarian fed chickens? And you're just like, those chick people will tell you like there's healthy vegans and there's vegans who are alive, which is true. So there's chickens who eat vegetarian and they're alive. That's true too. I mean, it's the same thing as chicken that eats grasshoppers like it's supposed to okay um the body i am probably offending all groups of eaters right now i am sorry <laughs> i'm just right now and then we have a somebody that i know is a vegetarian on the call and they're like super like really like a promo they get really into it and everything and then you every time this person gets in the calls you bring up the vegetarian I'm thing with sorry. And I totally agree with you, but I, I'm always like, I can just imagine what this person is thinking. <laughs> I'm sure there's vegetarian dog and cat foods out there too. And I'm just like, I know, don't I, I don't get it. <laughs> carnivores. Cats are carnivores. Um, Tara Couture said something really insightful on her interview with, uh, Peak Human on the Peak Human podcast. That's a great one to listen to if you don't eat meat or you want to eat meat or you do eat meat. So I guess everyone. But um, my friend who's a vegetarian 
and the one who raised these hogs. She's a vegetarian, actually. Um, she said she listened to it, and she goes, wow, this was totally true, because Tara Couture said, if you are un- – okay, guys, take that away from my book. It's a jar of honey, you guys, with spoons in it. Take it away from my book. Um, but she said, if you are unable to face the death of an animal for human consumption, you have not yet dealt with, or you may have not yet dealt with death and your ability to face death yourself, which I thought was interesting. And my friend said, that that is true of her. She said it's always been her biggest fear and that she can't face the thought of an animal dying, which um, she's like, I know it's weird. So, but she said the podcast episode, she goes, it actually makes me want to eat meat. It was that good. (laughs) So it it is a really phenomenal one. Um, Just search Era Couture on podcast episodes She does not have a podcast. She's just only been interviewed. And the one where she did the peak human, I think the peak human was her first podcast interview. And it is quite long and quite thorough and fascinating. It's where I got the recipe for her head sheet that I'm making right now. Wow. Back to what we were actually talking about. So by assimilating amino acids, our body produces over 50,000 proteins and over 15,000 enzymes. Camille. Um, so the amino acids are also responsible for production of all our enzymes, which by the way, you need to live, including our digestive enzymes. They do play a key role in our nervous system in normalizing moods, concentration, aggression, tension, and sleep. That's so interesting. I never really would have thought of protein as affecting our mood. It's just not where my brain goes when I look at a piece of meat. (laughs) So weird. So digestive enzymes break down the proteins that we consume into amino acids. Then the individual amino acids are used to create necessary body proteins and enzymes. In case you didn't know, young living carries quite a lot of enzymes. (laughs) It's hard to get enough in our modern diets, but we do our best. And I am still supplementing with quite a lot of enzymes at night. I found it to be enormously helpful. And it is a way to get deep sleep because if you're don't eat for a couple hours before dinner, take a handful of detox Wait before dinner, don't eat for a couple of hours before bed and then take a handful of detox time when you go to bed and your body gets to do some deep restoration work. So there's eight or nine essential amino acids that cannot be manufactured by our body. Non-essential amino acids can be manufactured by the body with proper nutrition. So that's amazing. If you eat the right foods, it just blows my mind what your body can do, but you have to eat the right foods. So she lists the 21 amino acids. The first one is one of the most famous tryptophan. We all know that's the turkey amino acid that puts you to sleep after Thanksgiving dinner, except for those of us that have to wash the dishes. Um, But tryptophan, lysine, methionine, phenylalanine, threonine, valine, valine, vaseline, I'm just kidding, histidine, leucine, and isoleucine, 
There is a lot. Their names are fascinating. I am not going to read them all. Taurine is a non-essential amino acid. What? One towel. I don't have a towel for you. Okay. I learned today that taurine is really important for cats. Camille, can you go turn off the stove? Um, so there's... Let Adelaide turn it off. That is fine. If she knows how. Camille, walk over and see if she's doing the right one. Okay, turn it off. Jacob? Jacob, come downstairs and turn off the stove. Make sure all burners are off. That was... That, that was some real real-ish there. <laughs> what? She was like really upset. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I can turn it off. You don't even know how to turn it What in the world? That so, is like what Nathan has been doing all day. Tomorrow's, okay, so full, moon. tomorrow's so full harvest moon. That's why everybody's, uh, not tomorrow, the first. Why everybody's acting cuckoo. Watch for a rash of babies. I don't know if it's actually true, but it's fun. So besides the essential and non-essential amino acids, remember an essential nutrient is something your body absolutely needs in order to survive, but does not produce. So you have to find it and eat it. And a non-essential nutrient is something your body needs to survive, but your body can make it. Like it is essential, but your body can produce it. Am I freezing? It just told me my connection is unstable. Maybe it means my emotional connection. Okay. I'm frozen. I can't tell. <laughs> you were like, am I freezing? And we're like, no. And then as soon as we say no, you start freezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, look at number 10. For, for the aminos, that's a really, like it's essential, but it's not essential. A really <laughs> good one. Number 10. Yes. Number 10, arginine. I don't know how to say it either. We're going to pretend it's arginine. Sounds like a country in Narnia, but is actually a non-essential amino acid. It has been shown to have significant cardiovascular benefits for restoring and retaining elasticity in blood vessels. Yeah, but more importantly, improves immune responses to bacteria, viruses, and tumor cells. Hello. Don't think we're allowed to say that. I'm just kidding. Can say that. That's what that amino acid does. Science. <laughs> Hashtag we don't particularly sell that amino acid, so I think we're okay. Right? Right. But like, I was not supposed to talk about anything other than plastic crap as being helpful. Okay, that's a good idea. You go do that. So I love how it says it's not essential, but right now, in the world we live in with all of the stuff we're exposed to, it might be a little more essential than it seems. It is necessary. It's just not essential in the sense that your body can manufacture it. You don't have to go and eat it. But if you eat the right, like pastured pork, pastured beef, uh, pastured chicken, raw milk, raw kefir, raw cottage, or cottage cheese, not raw, but you know, cottage cheese, um, you'll be able to manufacture it. 
Okay, B-complex vitamins, a large group of water-soluble vitamins, they play a, health, a role in healthy nerve function. Of many B vitamins, thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, and pyridoxine are the most important to the nervous system. Sorry if you are a water-soluble vitamin and I butcher your name, let me know. I'll try to pronounce it better next time. Um, it's really important to be taking B vitamins. I take the super B in the morning. Becky Katani has an amazing testimony about um, B vitamins. When she came off a lot of her pharmaceuticals and started B vitamins, she actually took like a quadruple dose for a while of B vitamins. And then, Neil, can you walk outside? all the way outside and just be out there for a little bit, like what, 20 more minutes. Can you take that cat with you? Okay, go onto that deck then and take the cat out there. They've all been playing in the driveway like most of the day. It's like Adelaide is now on my body and Camilla is standing here looking at me. I don't know why. Okay, so vitamin B1, which is thiamine, it can interfere, a deficiency can interfere with the production of certain neurotransmitter amino acids as well as glucose metabolism. Uh, Elaine, is that why you told me to take Super B when I was talking about my thyroid? Because it's all, once again, it's hard to believe, but all the parts of your body are connected to the other parts of your body. So, yeah. Mild thiamine deficiency can manifest as numbness in the legs, the feeling of pins and needles all the time, calf muscle tenderness, loss of appetite, extreme vitamin B1 deficiency. Camille causes beriberi, which is characterized by edema, shortness of breath, sensory disturbances, and paralysis. Muscle weakness, irritability, loss of memory, convulsions, and permanent brain damage may develop. What? is not common, but... Lack of adequate B1 does cause imbalances within the delicate nervous system. Foods rich in thiamine. Thiamine? Thiamine. Thiamine? Unrefined. Thiamine? Yeah. Okay. Unrefined or minimally processed cereals and grains, such as brown rice, ew. <laughs> Sorry. Whole wheat bread, nuts, legumes like dry beans, peas, and lentils, romaine, lettuce, asparagus. That's code for asparagus. Spinach, sunflower seeds, tuna, green peas, tomatoes, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, winter squash, and black beans. Um, it's interesting that a lot of these are things that if you, like if you read that list to a lot of people, they'll be like, ew, 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 ew. Well, I think brown rice is gross. Ew, 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 and ew. I'm not going to eat any of that. Okay, no, I'll probably no, not no. eat brown rice, okay. but I'll eat the rest of that. Um, niacin, which is vitamin B3. This is another B-complex vitamin. It's important for neurological function. Mild niacin deficiency. See if you can find yourself in this description. Associated with... Tell me if you've heard of anybody in America, generally speaking, who has listed any or all of the following. Weakness, tremor, anxiety, depression, and irritability. Did you just describe motherhood? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just describe the entire population of the United yeah, States. Yeah, exactly. Literally like an anxiety epidemic. Okay, so this timer is now telling me I have 10 minutes left. Please upgrade to pro. I just did, but 
um, just FYI, like it's probably gonna kick us off. I'm gonna have to cut it. Um, can you stop, please? You're like attacking me. <laughs> yeah. Um, severe niacin deficiency, a person may develop pellagra, which is characterized by delirium, dementia, and death. What? That escalated. Uh, the human body is capable of manufacturing niacin from the amino acid tryptophan. So glad I'm raising like 45 turkeys in my backyard right now. Patients with a niacin deficiency will benefit from adequate intakes of high quality protein foods. Niacin is a blood vessel dilator and is often used to aid in cholesterol control. Foods that you can eat. Rich in niacin, tuna, chicken, turkey, salmon, green peas, peanuts, broccoli, whole grains, oats, brown rice, or crushed wheat. Tortillas made from maize treated with lime water. Sign me up for all of those, except the brown rice. Um, when maize is soaked in lime water, this is the traditional way, really, Adelaide, of pre preparing maize in, um, I don't know, Claudia, all of Latin America, but I know for sure in several countries in Latin America, um, it's treated with lime water, like in traditional ancestral sort of diets. It releases the tryptophan and makes it available for niacin production in the human body. Ow. And the last two B vitamins they talk about here, riboflavin. So a lack of riboflavin or vitamin B2 can retard the growth of children and infants with typical symptoms such as anemia, rashes around the nose, cracks on the outer edges of the mouth, a red inflamed tongue. And anemia associated with lack of B2 can have neurological consequences. Foods to eat, dairy products such as milk, yogurt, cheese, lean meat, poultry, fish, eggs, broccoli, spinach, asparagus, and whole grains. And then the last one, pyridoxine, which is vitamin B6. It's essential for the synthesis or metabolism of practically all the neurotransmitters. <laughs> I feel like we need all of these, but we do need this one, which are chemicals that help to transmit messages in the central nervous system. Pyridoxine is especially important to women because it helps balance female hormones. Elaine, on it with the super B. A deficiency of pyridoxine causes the following symptoms. Tiredness, nervousness, irritability, depression, insomnia, difficulty with walking. Okay. I once told Gary that I don't like going on hikes. Does that mean difficulty in walking? <laughs> JK. Sort of. In addition, vitamin B6 deficiency is also linked to dizziness, neuritis, neuralgia, and carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah, so you know, a lot of pregnant women have carpal tunnel syndrome. Absolutely true. It's and there is definitely. Say, oh, it's from carrying car carriers. No, it's not from. No, carrying it's not from carrying car carriers. You'd have like bicep <laughs> tunnel syndrome from that. Um, it's not a thing, by the way. Don't discredit me completely for saying that. Um, what's interesting is that carpal tunnel syndrome is often dealt with through chiropractic care because it actually starts at where your nerves that innervate your hand start obviously at your spine so that's interesting because it is a totally nervous system issue um the loss of feeling pins and needles in the hands caused by swelling of connective tissue that presses on nerves in the wrist 
There are several drugs that are known to lower pyridoxine levels in the blood and cause irritability, peripheral neuropathy, and convulsions. So the foods you can eat, lean meat, tuna, potatoes, bananas, legumes, dry beans, peas, and lentils. Guys, if you ate a Weston A. Price Foundation diet, you would literally be eating all the good things they have. Literally every single thing they have listed up until this point. Okay, I'm going to stop the call and get back on. Are you, is everyone okay with that? We have five minutes. Adelaide, oh my gosh, you're going to fall. Um, we have five minutes left, but rather than get booted off, I'm going to leave it. Okay, seriously? I'm going to leave and then get back on, okay? So I'm going to end the call. Just please click the link. Hey, mommy. <laughs>